Super Speedway. Welcome to episode 211 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, September 21st, 2021. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. James, I love the smile when you're the clip you wanted played. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I said if uh, we didn't start with that clip, I would have. We, we were going to be in trouble. It yeah. would have been a very big disappointment, so bravo. Thank you. I had the intro ready on Sunday. Ah, good. Good. I, I was I, so excited. <laughs> I pulled it right away. I wanted the I wanted the booing comment too. I love that. They can pull all they want. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, what a race! What a weekend! Uh, what a weekend! Uh, Bristol Motor Speedway. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was the Bristol Night Race, James. Woo! <laughs> I tell you, I uh, didn't think every race during the weekend would get better than it than its predecessor, but by God, um, Bristol they figured it out. They've just it's back man it's yeah. racing like like crazy right now it's awesome well and that's what i was going to ask you is does does the bristol night race finally have its luster back is this finally going to be that i mean i don't know that it'll ever be the tough ticket again because i don't know that we'll ever say put 160 people in 160,000 people in anywhere um but is it back to like what it was tell you what it's just as good of a tv product as it ever was yeah in my in my opinion um that being said, we don't know what we're going to get <laughs> next <laughs> right. year. And, uh, of course, we're going to slap dirt back on it um, in the spring. So Everybody uh, is calling for no dirt. Everybody uh, is screaming for no dirt. I know. Well, welcome. Everybody is yeah. welcome on my uh, on my uh, bandwagon. Please. Bring me. <laughs> I, bring me. you know, um, I'm on the fence here because, yes, it was, it was a terrific race. And this is this is classic Bristol. You know, if you if you think back to the old Bristol before they reconfigured it, and what we saw there, you know, there were races that were could been could have been considered boring in the middle or, you know, uneventful in the middle. And this one had moments of that. But I think there were the stoppages came in the right place to keep this one interesting throughout. Yeah. But a terrific ending like that will make any race a great race. Mm-hmm. And this lived up to the hype of I mean, this was the hype of Earnhardt turning Labani. This was. It had I mean, lots of shades of it, yeah. This it fits did. right in there with everything else, except that personally, I think it was. Let me, before we get into the discussion of it, I'll just hint. I think that there were a lot of pissed off people for absolutely nothing in this race. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I didn't think any there was anything that bad in this race that was worth getting all upset over or as upset well, as gold, they did. But yeah, golden golden boy got a flat tire, and uh, <laughs> when when that happens to right. the to the fan favorite, the fans <laughs> get all sorts of up, uppity, right? Um, about that kind of stuff. So, but I think that part of the reason, and, and don't get me wrong, I know that last year we had a great race in the spring at Bristol, but I think part of the reason, or one of the main reasons, that this was such a great race and it's such a great weekend is because of where it's at in the playoffs. It was a cutoff race for all three series. Mm-hmm. Um, it just and I, I realized that that Larson and 
and Harvick and um, Chase are racing. They're already locked in. They're not really worried about not making it. But still, it was the fact that it was a cutoff race. It was the fact that Harvick hasn't had the win. It was where it was in the season that made it what it was. And the and the PJ one work at the bottom of yeah. the track again. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it was yeah. It here's was, here's uh, here's the unpopular argument I'll have, James. The reason this race was so good, the reason this track was so good this weekend, was because they buried it with dirt for three months. <laughs> Maybe we we were, it, we were itching to get it back. Well, no, sure. it, it just it you know the surface was still dirty. They didn't clean it off all the way, so it was better because of it. So we need dirt that's at fine. Bristol. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> then then run two asphalt races, like Jordan Bianchi said. Right. I don't or well concrete there, but yeah. you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So yeah, man, um, that last 150 laps was just like wild. Like guys cutting down tires and. Um, it was just, it was just nuts. You know what I hate about Bristol? What? You get, you're in the, no, you're in the middle of the race and you're like, man, we're only 200 laps in this thing. There's still 300 laps left, man. There's still 200 laps left. And then 20 to go happens and it, you you hit 20 to go and you're like, holy crap, this thing's almost over. I mean, 20 to go is like five minutes. You're done. Yeah. When I, when it gets usually the like lap 80 for me is when I'm like, uh Oh yeah, we're going to be done here soon. And all of a sudden it's boom, boom, boom. Everything amps up at the end. Yeah, no, so that's that, it was... that's another argument I have though, James. Five hundred laps, too long, man. Cut it nah, down. Nah. Make the sucker nah, three hundred laps. It's a lot more exciting. Nah, leave it alone. Nope, cut her down. Short, nope. shorter race, just like everywhere else. Uh, is... But let's let's uh, mention that Kyle Larson gets the win. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> he <one>. does. Yeah. <laughs> um, before we go too much in depth, I mean that's all part of the whole thing because really you can't discuss Larson's win without discussing everything else that happened to lead to that win. Uh, but yep. good on Kyle Larson for getting himself another win. That was, uh, what was that? Uh, how many of this season now? He is up to, I believe that was number six. I'm going to double check that. They don't even yes, have that in the post-race notes. Oh, yeah, there sixth, it is. Sixth victory. Sixth win. 21st top 10. Yep. 16th yep. top five. 12th victory in 252 NASCAR Cup Series races. He has led on the season 1,900 laps, 1,905 laps. By far, a career record um, with, uh, you know, half the playoffs to go well more than half the playoffs to go so uh yeah he's uh he's all over it right now average finish 9.0 he's yeah different stratosphere he he got that pocono loss back i feel like uh uh for this one so yeah (laughs) um that that blown tire in turn three at pocono that cost him i think he i think he uh the racing gods said okay okay kyle here you go yeah it's a pretty nice gift that he got saturday night yep um so yeah, let's talk about this. First of all, we had a lot of tire issues. A lot of tires very easily going down in this race. Steel um, bodies, yep. Yeah, it it doesn't seem like it's been as this big of an issue in the past. Uh, but you know, I've listened to a couple podcasts and stuff, and a lot of the talk was the fact with the low, uh, no ride height rule, and just the way everything's set up now with these cars. Drivers just were concerned the, about it. Yep, just the slightest week. bit of contact was yep. gonna cut tires down, and that's what happened. Yep. Um, Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell, um, yeah, Denny Hamlin, a lot of issues with tires in this one. Of course, the, uh, the big one was Harvick and Chase getting together. I was going to, uh, go back and watch all the replays before this podcast, but I didn't. So I am mm-hmm. fresh on remembering what happened Saturday night. So I may okay. get some stuff wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've watched it a handful of times. So I'm coming in with a hot take as you know, so, yeah. uh, lead, lead me in. <laughs> well, so Basically, Harvick and, and Chase get together. Chase, uh, Harvick got loose, slipped up into Chase, cut down the tire. 
Um, believe it was probably exhaust that hit the tire. Um, yep. Cut down chases left front, uh, right left front was what it was. One of the, yeah, left side. Yep. And yep. chase comes down, pits, comes back out on the track, and conveniently comes out on the track, very close to Harvick, about you know three cars back from Harvick. Races up, gets by him, uh, and then proceeds to drop anchor and uh, make things pretty difficult for Mr. Harvick. Who well, was... tries to tries to cut down his tire. Yes, he did. Well. He did take a swipe at him on a straightaway. Yep. Um, and then moves on by and then decided to just uh, take it easy and cruise around wherever Kevin Harvick might want to run. Um, slowed Harvick down. Harvick then gets roughed up by uh, Larson, who I think Harvick should have been more pissed with, um, honestly. And uh, Larson gets by and gets the win. Oh, and, and, and don't forget, Harvick roughed him up pretty. Yeah. Pretty. Um, I, I mean, he went for the hook. Yeah. If if you, if, I don't know if he was trying to put him straight into the fence. Right. But the, the I think one of the parts we should go back to Eric is yeah. the battle before the contact between Chase and Kevin. Right. Was lengthy because yes. Kevin was faster, but he didn't have the line. And battle, battle, battle. He'd get up to him, get up to him. And finally, Kevin timed it perfectly and he had the pick off of, I believe it was the 51 of J.J. Yaley. One of those uh, Rick Ware machines um, <laughs> was out there and Harvick used it as a pick. And Chase kind of, I mean, I don't blame Chase at all for forcing the issue. Chase didn't want to give up the position, raced Kevin down and and Kevin slid up, like you said, and, yeah. and it was on, it was on from there. So, um yeah, it was, uh, boy, <laughs> there's a lot going on. All right, let's start. Who was in the wrong? I say it's Chase's fault that the whole thing went, the whole thing was Chase's fault that started it, okay. in my opinion. In my opinion, Kevin set him up clean, uh, got the pick. If Now, I don't blame Chase for racing hard to not give up that position. He's not wrong there, but the contact was his fault for for not backing off, and Honestly, Eric, I wouldn't back off either, but right. it's Chase's fault. Chase's fault, the tire got cut down, Okay. in my opinion. What do you think? Well, I'm going to go with an unpopular opinion here, and it's going to sound like a cop-out, but it's not. Um, nobody's. This is right. Yeah, it's a racing deal. <laughs> it's freaking it's Bristol, deal. man. I mean, the, the tire went down so easily that, first of all, Harvick didn't, had no intention of cutting his tire down. None whatsoever. No, it's hard racing. Yeah, hard racing. Um, now, the reason that Chase is pissed is because... Chase says this happened before. And from what I understand, if you go back to Darlington, something very similar occurred there. And Chase had that in the memory bank, um, along with 10 other times, apparently, according to Chase. <laughs> yeah. um, probably similar to Denny Hamlin's wins in his career. Um, but uh, so Chase had some pent up anger as a result. Sure. Of that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and of course, Harvick's pissed because Harvick wants a win, man. And he Bad. badly yeah. wants a win. He's very frustrated this season because he can't. Um, can't get there. Finally had a car that was really, I mean, he was, he was the guy. He was, he was kind of the class of the field for the most part. Yeah. Um, and I, and I left him on my bench yeah. uh, because I didn't get back to my fantasy team and I was kicking myself for that one. So that Cer was nice. Certainly best chance that Harvick's had to win a race all season um, mm -hmm. and got it taken away from him. So, okay. So Chase is wrong for cutting the tire down. Is Chase wrong for racing the way he did after he came back on the track? Well, Chase cost himself, um, or, or, or I guess put his championship in, at more Damn of a detriment. It. You stole. Yeah. You, you listened, Sorry, dude. You listened to NASCAR NBC podcast, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Jeff Damn Burton kind of yes, heated up. Jeff Burton, you stole my uh, my mm -hmm. jackass corner because that was my jackass corner <laughs> was going to be Chase Elliott because, yeah. Gotta he let did, Harvick win that race. He gave five points, five bonus points, five points that are going to go the rest mm -hmm. of the playoffs. 
to his yep. chief competitor. Who is the who's the most um, likely driver to win the championship right now? As Kyle Larson, he just gave him the win. Exactly. Well, uh, and if, <laughs> well, if if Chase is confident that he's going to make it to Phoenix, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. But um, true. Why give Why give Larson a five point cushion when you don't have to? Um, Brett, I love Gr- that Brett Griffin called this week for Chase to fall out. He he called Chase won't make it out of this round. Maybe. That was his. Maybe. That was his pick for not making it out of the out of this I, round. Boy, I, I don't know. I think he'll be fine at Vegas. But, Probably. Um, yeah, Talladega's. You know, Talladega's Talladega, and then we go to the Roval. So yeah, uh, those are kind of two wild cards. So yeah, that could be it. But yeah, no, Jeff made a great point, and I was gonna say uh, I was gonna credit him, but uh, <laughs> didn't, didn't want to take it off for myself. Um, but yeah, I mean, oh, boy, I I just have so many, like. Chase is to blame for most of this, and and it doesn't bother me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I'm fine with all of it. I mean, it's it's his own decision to to do what he does out there. You know, I, I mean, I'm in the same boat as I was earlier in the season when when Ross Chastain did this to get Kurt Busch the win. Uh, of course, that was a little bit different situation. Uh, I still don't like it when a lapped car influences the finish of the race. That being said. Chase was only a lapped car because of an incident he had with the guy that was leading racing a lap racing past a lap car. Yeah. And thus Chase is more justified, I think in what he did than Chastain was because Chastain wasn't a part of the battle to begin with. And Chase was mm-hmm. originally. So Chase feel like, like felt like he was getting vindication. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to, I don't know. Gonna, it's Bristol, man. I, I'm going to say what I said back in Bristol spring, 2020 when Chase drove over his head and wrecked him and Joey Logano. Re- reverse the roles here, and if Harvick was doing this to Chase Elliott, how mad would the fans? Oh have yeah, been? definitely. You know exactly. I mean, it it's all with with NASCAR drivers. It's all perception, and Chase, man, I, you know, I don't know. Here's my problem with Chase. Like, how does he? he goes to the public and into the media and he plays the poor me card. Yeah. Yet he wants to also play the, I'm an established champion veteran card as well. I I just, what are, what are you at this point? You know, I, I see him as a champion and and not the elder statesman, but he's, you know, he's next man up for this series. He's He's, a veteran at this point. He's what six years into his career. He's not a rookie. He's not William Byron. No. You know, he's he's established. I mean, he's a champion. He's exactly. on he's won, a, he's won a championship. No matter how young he was when he won the championship, he's won a championship. On, that makes him a exactly. veteran in the sport. Exactly. He's on Kevin Harvick's level. I mean, and again, he's a whole, just guys, if you want to hear half of this podcast, just go listen to NASCAR NBC yeah, podcast. Yeah, I just listened to it on the way here today. So I'm sure that yeah. both James and I are going to have a lot of takes from it. Uh, but Jeff Burton and Nate Ryan both pointed out, you know, that, that Chase gets out. And he talks about how he's not going to be pushed around. And it's like, dude, you're the champion. Why are you talking like the rookie right now? Yeah. Like everybody's who's pushing you around. Like nobody's pushing you around. That's not, that's not what happened here. Yeah. And it was, yeah. it was weird. And you know, I, they didn't call him out as being playing the victim, but as you say it, I, think I agree with you. I, I think yeah. you're right. He's playing the victim there. He's going for the fan sympathy. Yep. And yep. just, he knows he's but, not dumb, he's but not I will dumb. give him credit. He got out of his car with his helmet off. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. Unlike absolutely. Mr. Harvick. <laughs> oh, that's a classic Kevin Harvick. Keeps move, the Kevin doesn't on. Kevin doesn't take the helmet off. And he, takes his freaking entourage with him all the way around the track. For God's sakes. Kevin. How many how many team members does Harvick need with him when he goes yeah. to fight a fight? 
I don't know. I don't know. I God. Harvick's Kevin, not a not a small weak guy. Why has he got a crew with him? Just take it on yourself, I buddy. I know. I, I was really hoping they'd get after it, but yeah. um, you know, they just said they they yelled and screamed, and then they went back and they had a cool headed conversation, <laughs> and then Jordan Bianchi forced him into a trailer, and <laughs> so it's like, um, I think this is probably not buried, but I don't think we're gonna see anything. Oh, like you think it's over? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's not I, over. This is only over if Harvick Kevin's, is able. If Harvick has any struggles, he's going to take a shot at Chase. Harvick's a pain in the butt. Yeah, he is. Like he still is a pain in the butt, and he's going to be a pain in the butt for Chase. Like pick your enemies, man. Dude, I, I remember when him and Kyle Busch were feuding, and they raced the season finale at Homestead, and they came off a of turn four, and Harvick just drove right through Bush and just put him in the wall, wrecked yeah. him on the front stretch. Like it was nothing. Yeah. This, I mean, I know Harvick's changed a little bit, but he's still Kevin Harvick. Was that the same? Was that the same season when Kyle just completely hooked him at at Darlington? I and think they so. had their they had their little pit road spat. Uh, maybe it could have been. I can't remember. Now. Oh God, yeah, they had a they had they did have a good yeah. little they had a good little beef going. Harvick's yeah. fought with with everybody, man. Yes. Juan Pablo and yes, jeez, Biffle. Him and Biffle had yeah. a good one. Him and Biffle, good he had it out with uh, Ricky Rudd, man. Remember, he pushed Brad Keselowski into the Jeff Gordon kerfuffle. Yeah, um, he jumped so, on Ricky Rudd's hood at Richmond. He did, he did. <laughs> you know, Eric, I thought about you when when Kevin was getting after it there a little bit, and I yeah. thought, ooh, Eric, Eric's going to love seeing old Harvick back. <laughs> yes. I was like, yes, good. Yeah. I mean, I don't – it, and, you know, I'll, say, I'll save my last part. I'll, I, I got a new jackass corner. I'll save that for the end. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, that's fine. But uh, since you stole mine. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. This is, I, let's put it this way. Anybody who's complaining about this. No, I love every second. This of it, is exactly what we wanted at Bristol. And I'll tell you what, it was really the best case scenario, James. And they mentioned it, this on NASCAR NBC because we got everything we wanted without an, an unnecessary fight. Nobody yeah. threw a punch. Crew members didn't, is, I mean, sort of got involved, but didn't get involved. You know, yep. it was, it was a clean discussion, heated discussion. Um, and everybody left. In, I, in good shape as a result. Yeah, man. I love it. And hopefully you and I put it in context a little yeah. bit from where we stand. I, I, but seriously, like, I don't blame Chase Elliott for any of No, both of them and, were justified in being mad. I think they yeah, both overreacted I loved, a bit. I loved it, man. I loved it. I think it was some overreaction. But again, I mean, part of it comes down to if you're Chase Elliott, and I'll, I'll, I'll side on, take his side a little bit here for a second. If you feel like this is something that's been ongoing for weeks, then yeah, it's yep. time to take it Absolutely. into your hands and do something yep. about it. That's what short track racing is all about. Right. Absolutely. So I do I expect anything to come out of it this weekend? No, I don't. I don't think we'll see anything in this round um, yep. because, you know, you're going to you're going to a mile and a half this weekend. There's no way you can't do something at Talladega and the Roval. I mean, I guess you could maybe pull something at the Roval. But Depends I don't, I don't personally think that Kevin yeah. Harvick and Chase Elliott will be anywhere near each other in that race because Chase will be out front and Kevin's in Kevin's <laughs> in trouble. Kevin's yeah. in trouble now. Now um, Chase, I would be nervous if he advances to the next round and Harvick doesn't. That's yeah. when I'd start getting nervous. Oh, uh, then you get the Mac. You're now you're in Matt Kenseth territory. Um, yeah, but I mean I, the thing is, is with well, I don't think I don't think Harvick would be as blatant as Matt Kenseth either. Yeah, I think he'd just make it difficult on Chase. And, yeah. Harvick would do a Chase Elliott to Denny Hamlin at Richmond type of thing where he swipes him and cuts a tire down, yep. but doesn't blatantly wreck You know, we should also mention with Kevin Harvick too, he's the guy who last year dumped Kyle Busch yeah. in, in desperation. And yeah, exactly. And, I, and the, the Talladega incident, which 
I swear is, you're in my head, man. This is the same stuff. <laughs> I, I was literally just going to make this point. Good. Yeah. That's all right. Eric, we've been doing this too long, man. We know what, we know what each other's going to yeah, say. If, if, you, if you feel bad for Harvick. <laughs> I don't feel bad for Kevin Harvick. If you feel like Harvick got screwed, Harvick has no. been has done his share of screwing in no, his day. No, he's, he's been <laughs> as nefarious as, as anyone. I mean, he's had his own arm inching incident at Talladega. That thing he did at Talladega was as bad as it gets without getting in trouble. Somehow he, he didn't get He in should have been and... penalized for that. I think what he did to Kyle Busch was one of the worst things he's wow. done in his career. Yeah. And, it didn't and hurt I... Kyle, but it was a blatant just take yeah. out somebody who's just a victim of where he's at on the track. Yeah. And I still give Kevin Harvick 49% of the blame there and, and NASCAR 51 because of the, the way they got the system set up. Yeah. I don't like, know. They, that's what, that's what NASCAR wants out of these guys. Like, still but yeah yeah i mean it is that was dirty. Well, it is because was, they didn't penalize him for it oh it was dirty as hell yeah it was dirty as hell that and was the dirtiest but, harvick move i think ever right there uh yeah that and yeah that and talladega are both right up talladega is pretty dirty but at least well yeah he took he took innocent victims there too so i guess but listen man every great driver's got dirty moments yeah. kevin's are kevin's are yeah i'm not picking profile. on kevin no but he's wrong and yeah he, when he's wrong he's he's wrong yeah. like dale earnhardt he hooked the five a couple of times at Bristol. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, and they were best friends. Yeah. So, I mean, geez, man, you know, it, it's, it's what it is. That's what, that's what this short track racing will do to you. But yeah, um, I don't feel bad for either of these guys, man. Duke it out for all I care. Yeah, I want more of it. I think that what, what it comes down to is my opinion on this is that they were both wrong. They were both right. They both had a right to be mad. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and it. it. I mean, it's just, yeah. This is what and you it, get at short track racing. And I think it's a shame that both of them aren't legit championship contenders. Cause I, I don't think Kevin Harvick's making it out of this round, but yeah. we'll, I mean, we'll see. Well here, this is what that was James right here. And short track racing. There yeah, you that's, go. Right. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> thank you. Denny Hamlin. Yes. Thank you. Mr. Denny and Joe Logano. <laughs> yeah. Maybe hopefully we get more of this at Martinsville. That's all I can say. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, hopefully we get more of it as the pressure ramps up here with the next couple of weeks. I'm, I'm all for the pressure getting to these guys a little yeah. bit. That's what, well, that's what this is. I about, said man. that when we started this, when we got, when we talked about Darlington, that I feel like the pressure is here this year, just like it was that first season we did this when they all had the big brawl at Charlotte. Yep. Um, I feel like there is, there is extra pressure this year because there, as much as, as much as Larson is a favorite, there is not a clear favorite this year. Yeah. Well, and there's one guy who doesn't feel pressure at all. It's Kyle Larson. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like he's just, yeah. he's just cool. He's just a cool customer. Yeah. And somehow managed to completely avoid any controversy in this finish whatsoever, despite the fact that he, he roughed Harvick up to get the win. I, and just, no, nobody cares. Everybody's loves Larson. So yeah. <laughs> well, that's going to turn on. Yeah, it will. But it will. He keeps, keeps winning like he is. But. So, uh, so is Harvick the villain again now? Cause he was the I favorite so. for a while, but yeah, he's, he's the villain. No, no, he's, yeah, I, I, I hope so too. I want, we need villains. Chase, Chase Elliott fans are going to drive that conversation. Yeah. The Earnhardt junior, junior fans. Yeah. They're, uh, they're out there. <laughs> um, I, this, I'm wasting my breath with this question. Cause everybody knows the way it's going to go. If you listen to this podcast, uh, but let's go back to dirt. I, I, is there, is there, is there an argument to be made to let's say, you know, forget the dirt. Let's not put dirt down here. Let's run concrete both times. Is that's there an argument here? I, that's all I'm asking for is to go to a real, real dirt track. <laughs> just go to a real place. I don't care where it is. Just go to a real dirt track and leave my Bristol alone. That's yeah. All I ask. I don't disagree. I mean, I, again, I love what they tried with it, but I still, I'm, I'm still on the, in the same boat of, if we're going to run dirt, let's run a purpose-built dirt track. 
um, and leave yep. the dirt off of Bristol. We've but... seen it. We've seen it, and I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with what we saw. They okay. made a good point on Door Bumper Clear, though, that Bristol used to run all these short track races throughout the year, um, and series stopped going there because it's too fast and too dangerous, and people were wrecking and getting hurt. And so they put dirt down on it and we got to run a bunch of special events as a result. Mm -hmm. And because of that, that is why you're going to continue to see the dirt race at Bristol because it's not just the cup race, which they oh, are, they get extra exposure for, but they get the world of outlaws. They get, you know, the short track drivers and all this stuff that runs there during those couple months. Mm -hmm. And there's a television partner that is heavily invested in. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, like they are with the other Coliseum that we're going to race at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that same that same television partner yeah that will go unnamed so there's a lot of discussion this week since you mentioned coliseum we'll bring this up um because we discussed it in our off podcast discussion um there's a lot of people concerned that bristol is no longer the last great coliseum because <laughs> people people being who yeah i don't know <laughs> i heard it i heard it mentioned by several people because there's now a coliseum on the schedule but my argument is is that coliseum at bristol is spelt like coliseum as the roman coliseum Whereas the Coliseum at the in L.A. is Coliseum as an outdoor stadium, and it's spelled differently. So therefore, <laughs> Bristol is comparing itself to the Roman Coliseum, and thus is still the last great Coliseum. Oh, Jesus. There you go. <laughs> that, that hurts my brain. Uh, if you guys could have seen James's face as I was saying that, he was so disgusted <laughs> that I was giving this English lesson during our NASCAR podcast. Uh, thank you, Eric. <laughs> He was so disgusted. Appreciate For a it. moment, I felt like Jeff Gluck and Jordan Bianchi on their podcast because I felt the disgust <laughs> through the screen. Oh, yeah. Jeff was trying so hard to make Jordan part of the story, and Jordan wasn't yeah. having it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good um, stuff. So we lose four uh, with this race. Surprisingly, there were drivers eliminated, even though nobody talked about it um, no. because of the finish. But it was a big discussion because one of those drivers is Kurt Busch, uh, which really yeah. surprised a lot of people. He just struggled all freaking day, man. They just... yeah. They just couldn't do anything, and that—I mean—that killed me. As he was my pick this week, yeah. um, but fortunately, Kyle Busch had trouble right at the end too, and helped me out a little bit. I'm done picking Kyle Busch in anything. Right? Every time I do, he's—I'm done. <laughs> well, that's been Kyle Busch's season this year for the most Jeez. part. Jeez. Yeah. Um, Eric Almirola, Tyler Reddick, and Michael McDowell also eliminated in this one. Um, I don't—I mean, we, Kurt's the surprise, right? We we gotta yes, he's the surprise because that team's had pace. Um, they've had speed in those well, cars. And I'll Chastain? note too that Chastain wasn't good in this race either. He did finish yeah. 14th, but he wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, he battled through attrition. I don't know what their deal was, um, but we gotta shout out William Byron. I mean, what a drive yeah. that guy had. Um, yeah, he was out for most of the race, wasn't he? He was, yeah, he came into the race 18 out yeah. and just chipped away at it. And Eric, Kyle Busch, I mean. <laughs> I was <sighs> devastated when he cut down that tire because I thought Dude, for sure I, he was out. I thought, man, he's going to blow it. He's really going to blow it. And he I'm watching him in the what, pits and watching it tick down, tick down. And I forget which podcast it was. It might've been Jeff, Jeff Gluck's and Jordan Bianchi's to point out how, how much presence of mind that he had to have to hit the right pit road, chase Elliott too. hit the right yeah. pit road and not screw up, not cost yourself more time to, to only lose a, what he lost. Yeah, a good stop by that team to yeah. only lose two and got back out and got one of them back. I don't um, know if anybody's ever played any of the simulation games or whatever, but you that's hard. You forget where you are on that track. And to, to, say, to go, well, I'm on the front stretch or the back stretch to pit, 
it you got it's 15 seconds to Dude, get around that was, place you know he was one yeah he was one corner away from maybe being yeah. out of the playoffs yep all, all together um yeah because suarez busher and mcdowell all could have got back by um so he was he was right on the cut line yep um so just survival for kyle bush um but i yeah i i'm just I, my takeaway was Elmerola. It was a nice story for a while. Yeah. Um, they didn't have it. And I they thought came man, into the race. it was incredible that they were able to change that, that oil oh, line. Yeah. I just to actually come back and look like for a while they were going to make it. Yep. That was pretty, a pretty impressive run for those guys. And Reddick. Yeah. And Reddick charged late too. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I think Byron in a different circumstance could have maybe challenged even for the win or, or went a little bit harder for the win there. But I think they were just happy to be in third, Yeah, <laughs> you know, the way things were playing out, scored points. Um, it was just, man, that was my guy to make it into the final four. And, and you look at the points now, Eric, and he's, you know, um, you know, he's, he's above the cut line, yeah. uh, going, going into the, to the start of the next, uh, round we have here, but man, what a, What's I mean, you... Hendrick, Hendrick Motorsports dodged a couple of bullets there. Cause Bowman got back in too. You mentioned Kyle Bush barely making it in. He's fifth now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's know? huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> so... huge. That's huge. Yeah. Um, that's your cushion. That That's your reward for doing things in the regular season. So yeah. He, yep. He's, he, you know, and that's, then that's the problem with Kevin Harvick now where, you know, that would have been five more bonus points for him. Now he's coming in, you know, um, and, and dead last year in 12th. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else is worth mentioning in this race. I mean, for the most part, people kind of finished where you expected. Uh, Chase Elliott winds up 25th, by the way. Um, Kurt Busch, we mentioned 19th for him. Uh, Bubba Wallace had a decent day, ran well all day, finished 16th. Um, not surprising. Yeah. Top 10 for Eric Jones is incredible. Um, Eric Jones is now on the inside of the 25 top 25 points. Mm -hmm. Um, I was listening to Sirius. They were talking about that. Um, the fact that he's that that's a, a, there's a big money line right there when it comes to bonuses Mm -hmm. and stuff for next year. Uh, to be in that top 25. So because he's there, that helps. Um, so if he can continue that on, that would be good for him. Yep. Uh, let's see. Brad Kozlowski, a quiet sixth place finish in this one. Ryan Blaney finished fourth. Um, Blaney has been good here uh, historically. And you mentioned William Byron, the third. And of course we know the top two. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the race uh, worth noting that is unscientific as Jeff Gluck's was it a good race poll is. Uh, set a record for the was it a good race poll, which I believe was forty five point something, forty five point six or something, or not, no, ninety five point six. Yeah, ninety. Yeah, the new record's ninety five point yeah, something. Something. But yeah, yep. And the, the top three, all Bristol's. Yes. So, there you go. Yes. Um. So there you go. Yeah. Looking at the points, Kyle Larson is your top guy at the moment. Kevin Harvick's in the back. The guys out. Uh, looking in are Joey Logano. Brad Keselowski, Christopher Bell, and Kevin Harvick right now. Yep. And Kyle Larson's basically a full race, um, almost a full race ahead. So he's got a big time cushion. Um, That's nice when you've got Talladega looming. Yeah. You know, you can go to Vegas, have a solid day, and and he's pretty much he's pretty much good good as gold. So. Yep. Um, But yeah, there's some guys here like Brad's battling back in. Brad and Joey. yeah, they're. I don't know if they're gonna make it. <laughs> it's we, we, well. The t- the problem is, is that you have you have those Fords in the back half, and we're well, going we to a mile four, and a half yeah, track. Four of each manufacturer. So we've got all the Gibbs contingent. Um, yeah. The Penske, the Penske contingent, and then one Stuart Haas, and then uh, you've got 
uh, Hendrick Motorsports. So, I mean, you pretty much got who you'd expect to have, right? Well, I mean, Eric, I, yeah, I, and I think I think we know now we've got a two team race. It's Hendrick versus Gibbs, and yeah. who, which which driver's going to Phoenix? I, I don't think no no shots at Ryan Blaney. He's had a nice season, but he, they're not at the same level as the other guys at this point. Yeah, Hendrick Hendrick's top two are. Yeah, we'll than... see though. I mean, you got we're going to we're going to Talladega. Yep. Where the Fords yep. excel oh, yeah. and so does Blaney. So. Yep. Yeah, the Fords can get through if the Fords can get through Talladega. They're in definitely in good shape. They're yeah. going to definitely bring speed. I mean, we know that. That's that's not a that that's not uh, that's a great point. Eric. That's yeah. that's true. So we shall see. There's a lot uh, yep. a lot that can happen still here. happen. So. Yep. Um, hopefully it stays as tight and stressful for these drivers as it has so far because that's what yep. gives I love us the it. excitement. So. Yeah, the cut line definitely is tight, which is good. Yeah. All right. Anything else with the Saturday night uh, Bristol race to discuss? It's going to wait a whole nother year till we go back. I know. Yeah, we really literally do. That sucks. That does suck. Mm -hmm. Um, However, we had two other spectacular races at Bristol. Um, The first one was Thursday night after the ARCA race. We had the truck series, the UNOH 200 presented by Ohio Logistics. And uh, I think this was our foreshadowing for what to expect throughout the weekend. <laughs> As uh, Chandler Smith gets the uh, the start on the inside, and the green white checker takes the lane that hasn't worked for anybody, and uh, pretty much uses uh, uses Sheldon Creed as his outside berm <laughs> to pass uh, with some help from John Hunter Nemechek, of course, uh, yep. to advance, to get the win, and advance in the playoffs uh, for the Truck Series. Uh, what do we think? What are we thinking about this finish? <laughs> Well, Chandler, Chandler Smith's been like the next coming yes. for a while. Uh, so to get that breakthrough wins a big deal, uh, he, but he did definitely have some help. Yeah. <laughs> well, and there's, there's a lot of discussion about this. The guys on DBC did not believe that that was intentional by John Hunter Nemechek. And I will say again, I did not rewatch this, so I can't go back and look at it in hindsight and see, but I do remember that Nemechek got pretty sideways coming off the turn after he took the lead. And I don't know if you would fake that um, necessarily. So maybe there's some truth to it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But e- either way, I don't want to take us win away from Chandler Smith. Like, yeah. He's a talented young driver. Um, I, this is great experience for him. I don't don't expect him to win the championship at all. But Right. Um, the argument yeah, that was... the DBC guys made is that this was five bonus points to the winner and that John Hunter Nemechek can't afford to give up five bonus points to, to allow his teammate to get into the playoffs. Yeah, points are points are valuable it's 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 a fact um and yeah but still you know it's nice to have your teammate make the next round i guess too yeah (laughs) and then chandler needed to win he was a win or go home situation so yep um yeah he's he's looking pretty sharp right now um if you're gonna get your first win in the truck series uh any better way to do it than that (laughs) yeah i mean get it at bristol (laughs) yeah yeah um, Sheldon Creed for the record ends up, uh, finishing 19th on the day as a result of this. Um, but, uh, yeah, or, uh, yeah. heck of a finish. Um, so John Hernemichek, did he do anything wrong or just, I don't know, man. I don't even know what to think anymore. It's <laughs> when you got teammates around you, you race them different, no matter what. Did anybody so. really think that Chandler Smith was going to lose that race when John Hernemichek was got ahead of him? I sure didn't. I, no, I thought John. I yeah, I thought. John I was Hunter wondering how obvious Nemechek was going to make it. Yeah, I thought John. I thought John Hunter had it had it wrapped up, but yeah, you know that didn't happen. So. I don't know. Supposedly they were mad at each other. John Hunter. John Hunter made a comment after the race that he owed him a big thank you gift 
Um, and people <laughs> took that as John Hunter saying he pulled over, but the argument on DVC was that John Hunter said that because he could have wrecked him and he yeah. didn't. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, whatever. It was, uh, it was a heck of a finish and a good start to the weekend at Bristol. That's for sure. Yeah. And KFB's happy about it. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. KFB. There you go. Uh, any chance to hit that button. And then, yes. then, uh, Friday night, we got the NASCAR Xfinity series and possibly the race of the year. <laughs> what a finish that this was. What a barn burner. So the truck race was a wreck fest and we had the exciting finish, but probably not the greatest race ever. Um, but that Xfinity race was pretty much great all the way through it, in my opinion. Oh, man. And then uh, A.J. Allmendinger gets the win uh, sideways across the line with Austin Sindrick. Rex going into the turn, takes out two colleague cars in the in the process. He came um, from third to first on the last lap as well because he because uh, Allgaier was up there yeah. duking it out with him, too. Like he was. <laughs> Allgaier is the reason. That Those A.J. Allmendinger won this race, man. Yes, yeah. Yep, He's very he sure much was. the reason. He, if, if Cindric was mad at anybody, he needs to be mad at, at Allmendinger, or Allgaier, yeah. because Allgaier just used him up. Oh, yeah, he did. But, he did. man, what a finish. First time we've seen somebody win a race and go to the care center before victory lane. <laughs> Cars getting piled dry, dry, driven into. He led one lap on the day. Yeah. That cost that cost colleague racing $200,000 to uh, <laughs> to win that race. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but needless to say that my, I think my favorite part about this, Eric was AJ Allmendinger walking up that long ramp to victory lane and, and everybody's like cheering him. He's just shrugging his shoulders. Like, yeah, that right. happened. I won. <laughs> so what? Um, Eric, this was, this is a big, important race because this, it was, this yeah, I was finish, just gonna, yep. yeah, it comes down to the, it was, it was a regular season championship. We're talking a 15 point swing as a result of this. Yep. Um, and AJ gets the regular season championship and I, I would argue, and the race, yep. And the race points as well. Five yeah. Race points. I would argue that this is, I mean, it's a three-way battle for the championship, right? You got Almendinger yeah. and Cindric and Allgaier at this point, maybe Gregson, maybe I, I throw Justin Haley in there. I don't um, think Haley's got enough to be consistent enough to get I think there, he's going to hang. Yeah. I just think he's going to hang around with yeah. Aldega looming too. That's um, true. He's going to, he's going to hang around. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't take Harrison Burton as a contender. Matt mm-hmm. Snyder, he's not a contender. Um, Jeremy Clemens isn't. I a think contender. not only is Matt Snyder not a contender, I think Matt Snyder's out of this ride after this year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, we hit on that. Riley Herbst, yeah. um, another guy who I don't think has a ride next year. Yeah, oh. I think. Yeah, I, maybe it's a four guy. Right? Well, we forgot Noah Gregson. I, I, I said wanna... Noah Gregson, but I don't know. I don't. Gregson hasn't been. He's he's excelling at the right time, but he hasn't been great this year. i mean he hasn't been good this year yeah. period so i don't know i i don't i don't think gregson's really a favorite at this point um yeah i think it's those three and i, I think arguably it's those two it's almondinger and Cindric that are really our guys that we're looking at this year for the yeah. for the championship yeah. i don't i don't disagree with that and they're and they've separated themselves i mean they're both way the heck up there in the point standings yep. too so yeah um yeah so, i mean it was big that was big for almondinger to win that regular season title yeah uh, it came down to one lap at bristol incredible yeah, the fastest, just, the fastest lap in the entire series, and and that's how we finished our regular season. <laughs> it's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, again, and you you said that you know we built up all weekend with the best, better each night. I would disagree with that because I think this was the race of the weekend. It was. Yeah, this was. Yeah, the finish and everything yeah. was just incredible. Yeah, absolutely. that that uh, NASCAR photo of from the flag stand as they come across the finish line with both of them sideways so is just good. incredible. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's so good. Absolutely awesome. So just guys that just wanted the trophy. Like that's what yeah. racing's all about. They didn't care about anything else. They wanted that trophy. Right. And I, I love that about about what happened on, on Friday night. One thing lost in the shuffle too, this is another oval win for AJ Allmendinger, the road course Dude, uh, yeah, ringer. He's so. not uh, he ain't fooling around this year, man. AJ's AJ's coming for everybody's stuff. Nine wins, ninth win in fifty three NASCAR Xfinity series races for AJ Allmendinger. Pretty cool. Um, shout out Ty Gibbs, who is now 13th in points um, with his uh, great performance again. Yeah. So he'll be the he'll be the first guy out of the playoffs. Just incredible. <laughs> um, he has 18 playoff points, which would have put him third. <laughs> that's just insane. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Sam Mayer, who was the highest finishing rookie in this one with a ninth place finish. Uh, after a terrible Thursday in which he crashed in the Xfinity or in the Arca race and the truck series race um, problems in both of those. So good on him to come back and get a good finish in this one. So, yep, absolutely. He was very frustrated Thursday night. Very frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. He, well, he's a defending truck series winner here at Bristol. And so really frustrated by not being able to even run for it really on Thursday. Yeah. Night. Yeah. Nope. That was, um, boy, Eric, I tell you, that was, that was a lot of fun, man. That was yeah. just a, I mean, I was, I was checking in on it. Um, but I think this one was a great race all the way through. I absolutely love this race and could not wait for Saturday night after this race, but was so apprehensive because I thought yeah. there was no way that Saturday night could compare. And it did. It compared. It didn't beat it, but it compared. And that's all we can did. ask for. Definitely did. So Eric, I want, go ahead. I want, I just wanted to go back to the truck race really quick, yeah. really quick. Um, Doug Kobe made his debut. Um, and we remember him from the SRX series, 12th yep. place. So nice. I just wanted to, I wanted to shout that out. I, I had forgotten. So I wanted to make sure I mentioned that. It's a good one. Yep. Um, so looking back at these three races, James, was this overall the greatest NASCAR weekend in history? <laughs> it's the best one of the year. <laughs> I think I this was the best overall weekend that we've, that I, as a race fan, since I've been paying attention to all three series, this is definitely the best three races put together that I've ever seen. Boy, it's, uh, we've I, seen I great races, but have we seen all three series put on this Not, good of a show? In yeah, one weekend? it's tough. It's tough to say that we haven't. I, I don't, I don't think we have. I, don't I think know. that Xfinity race goes down in the top 10 best Xfinity races ever. Oh, that was, yeah, it was easily. That was, yeah. And that cup race was legit. Really, really good. That cup um, race is, that cup race is in the top 10 Bristol. Man, races. Yeah. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. So I'll, I'll agree with you. Um, begrudgingly. I'll agree with you. <laughs> I, again, we've had terrific races in all three of these series, but I don't think we've ever seen them in one weekend like this. Yeah. I will say that the year that Ricky Craven and Kurt Busch came to the line at Darlington, uh, we had the Xfinity race that got rained out to Monday, and that was a photo finish wrecking at the line as well. I believe Jamie McMurray won that one. So that was a good weekend of racing, too. We didn't have a truck series at that time, um, at least in that racing in that weekend. Uh, so yeah. we've, we've had other times when it's been close, but this was this was pretty incredible. Um, yeah. Anybody, let's put it this way. Um, anybody who, um, I will say, I will go so far as to say that the Xfinity series right now is the best it has ever been. It's pretty good this year. It is the most competitive. It is the raciest. I don't remember the Xfinity series, even when it was the Bush series. I don't remember ever being this good consistently. It is good almost every weekend. So, so we're, we're good with the, uh, the cup guys not being able to race as much. 
I don't think that has much to do with it. <laughs> I'm leaning you. I'm leaning you down a road. Maybe. I mean, maybe I, I'll I'll take that. I didn't think about that, but maybe that's why, James. Maybe that's why it's so good. Because we're we actually got, learning these personalities, and we've got Colleague Racing like yeah. entering this like whole thing that they're going after, and JR Motorsports has got their stable. I mean, it's good. It's yeah. it's good. We're, we don't have the traditional powers outside of Penske. Um, obviously, JR and Hendrick are you know simpatico, but yeah. Um, but still, I mean, we've got different names, like and like you said, yeah, we're we're highlighting. Um, I mean, Noah Gregson's getting some shine because he's getting a chance to shine. So yeah. I, I think there's something to it. That's yeah. Yeah. You might have a point. I mean, I, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll, I'll bow down and say, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe that's why it's so good is because we don't have those cup drivers. Um, possibly. Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. Hard to say. I don't know. What, whatever it is. <laughs> I love we it. Like it. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep doing it. I mean, I guess yep. if you put KB, KFB in this race, it's well, not KF exciting because he's going to dominate it. Well, KFB has gotten multiple Bristol sweeps. Yeah. Um, of all three weekend, of all three races. So that's yeah, true. There might, might be something to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even think yep. about that, but you're right. That's I'll give it. Yes. To give it to you. Yes. James. You win. I got one. Yes. You win. Sweet. Uh, anything else with Bristol? I hate to leave it behind, man. Cause uh, it was so good. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, but yeah, we've got to leave it behind. We'll yeah. see you next year, Bristol. Yeah. Uh, not much of the news this week. Pretty quiet. Um, especially coming off of the Bristol weekend. Yeah. Last uh, week was crazy. Yeah. One thing, uh, pops up. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion about what the next TV package will look like for NASCAR. Um, 2025 we've determined is when the new TV package will happen. Uh, a lot of talk about, uh, pay-per-view races or not really pay-per-view races, but having to have streaming to watch some races. Uh, this article, which I have to click on cause I didn't, keep it up and remember who was <laughs> it that said it uh the senior vice president of media and productions brian herbst um revealed that there will be some streaming content uh with a new rights deal uh but basically said that people shouldn't worry too much about it because the cup series especially is all about tv ratings and they can't afford to the 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 gist of it is that they can't afford to put it on streaming and not have those viewers Oh, yeah. um, it's not going to work for their advertisers. They're going to have to be on TV. Um, and, and, you know, NBC podcast talked about this. The NASCAR and NBC podcast talked about it a little bit too. Uh, Dover clear talked about it a little bit. This is part of the reason that we don't have the weekday races that we wanted to see that we saw last year. And we all said, yes, let's do it. Um, they didn't have good TV ratings. So NASCAR next them. Uh, the yep. you'll notice in the 2022 schedule, that there are an abundance of Sunday races and not as many Saturday races. And that's because that's when the audiences are tuning in. Mm -hmm. um, the, you notice we are going to run on Easter Sunday in the evening. Um, that is an attempt to try and get some captured eyeballs that we don't have. Mm -hmm. um, the, the ratings are what's going to fuel this. And if the ratings aren't there on streaming, then they're not going to put it on streaming. So you yeah. guys don't have too much to worry about. Yep. I'm not, I'm, I am very pro streaming. So whatever NASCAR, yeah, I, I mean, I would pay a subscription if, if NASCAR, if, if they NASCAR put it on Peacock, if, if Fox has, I don't know if Fox has a subscription like Peacock, but no, I, they don't. if they gave me something that, that I could buy the Fox subscription and I could buy Peacock and get all my NASCAR races um, and not have to, especially if I can time shift, because that's important to me. Peacock, I know I can. Um, I'm good. That's all I yeah. need. I don't care. I'll pay it. Especially yeah, if it's cheaper than YouTube TV. Yeah, the younger generation wants to stream, yeah. and NASCAR is trying to sway younger. So whatever the streaming component is, I'm I'm good with it. Well, we were just talking. I was having a conversation with our buddy Todd today about 
about video games and you know, he's got a PS five and I can't justify necessarily purchasing one because I'd rather sit on my couch and play my Nintendo switch. That's underpowered, but I can take it anywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing with TV. The only time I turn my TV on anymore is to watch the NASCAR race. Mm -hmm. That's it. Otherwise I watch every show on my iPad, everything on my iPad. Yep. I'm currently watching Ted Lasso on Apple TV plus and it's on my iPad. I haven't watched a single episode on the TV. So all those shows get binge watched on there. But, oh heck yeah. yeah! And none of them are on TV. I haven't watched a network television show in a year, two years. I tried yeah. watching Big Brother this year, and I watched one episode, and that was it. Yep, there's no need for it. Nope, we don't need it. <laughs> so it's uh, all crap anyway. Yeah. So either way, um, wherever the audience is at, that's where NASCAR is going to take the their racing. Um, they're not going to do something too stupid in that deal. So I think you guys can all just calm down. If it's twenty, come twenty twenty five, most people are going to be shifted over to streaming anyway. The TV yeah. networks might oh, yeah. not even exist by then. Yep. So anyway, uh, the only other real news uh, this week is Rodney Childress has signed an extension with Stuart Haas Racing, a uh, several year extension. Of course, the terms are not uh, revealed, but Harvick will remain or Harvick Childress will remain with Childers will remain with Harvick uh, for the time being. So, <laughs> yes, he will. There you go. Yep. That's the news, James. <laughs> That's the news. That's, that's it. it. Unless Good. I missed something that popped up on Twitter while we were doing this podcast. No, the only thing I'm, I'm checking out on Twitter is the NASCAR uh, account posted all three finishes um, at the same time. Ah, And it's pretty cool. I'll retweet nice. it so everybody can see it. Nice. Uh, uh, oh, that, that is one other piece of news. Since it's such a slow news week, one big item is that uh, if you're buying a lot of red stuff for your NASCAR Xfinity Series collection, yeah. uh, it will be blue next year. Yeah, <laughs> it's perfect. They announced purple. That the, yeah, purple, purple. Yes. They announced that yeah. the logo has changed to purple for uh, next year. Cause Xfinity is rebranding with a purple color. Sure. Cause why not? Right. Why not? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then, uh, there, there were rumors floating around, um, by, I would call not very reliable NASCAR rumor, uh, location that we might see the Xfinity series and the truck series at Portland um next year yeah. but we'll yeah, it was on, we'll see about that yeah it was on jalopnik <laughs> i don't so know that we'll, jalopnik has ever broken nascar news have they well when atlantis king was there they were actually pretty solid they haven't mm. been solid in a while that's all i'll say i know i haven't linked to many of their articles on our show notes so no it's it's <laughs> been a, it's been a long time so we'll see i mean i wouldn't be surprised to see i, I think that's an area that uh, the country that nascar is going to want to go um, yeah i mean we're pretty and, and if you're pretty... gonna go to the northwest there's really nowhere else to go Arca's up there running, so yeah. there's maybe something to it. We'll see. Unless you do another stadium course. I mean, that's about yep. the only way you can do it. So. Yep, yep. <sighs> All right. This weekend, we go to Las Vegas Motor Speedway. All three series are in action, and uh, we get to make some picks. James, you uh, beat me on picks this week. Uh, 101 to 85, uh, largely Just fueled by... Yeah, you can, Yeah, you chipped away on all of them. Really... You didn't have a breakout win on any of them, but you beat me pretty decently on all three. So damn Kyle Busch. The closest one was a truck race, um, which Carson Hosefar was thirty six to John Hunter Nemechek's thirty nine. Kyle Busch twenty one to Kurt Busch's eighteen. Boom. Yeah, yeah. So thanks, Noah Gregson, for giving me a little bit of cushion, though. Right, Golly, man. Yeah, rough, just rough. Figures I you can't... pick you pick Gregson and he does well. I mean, golly, man, I've won five races in a row and I can't. I just feel like I've only gained like two points. So yeah, well, it's, it's, t- not, it's still uh, twenty-seven twenty-four to twenty-seven ninety-two. 
so i'm not that far off no. but it's it's yeah my, my three weekend opportunities are coming to a close here so well i have not prepared in advance for these picks so i'm doing it on the fly which means that will give you a significant advantage this week i hope so i need it um so you get to pick first james who are you going with for the truck series well i was going to take mr austin hill but he i don't think he's gonna have very good starting spots so i want to show the hill Creed. just hasn't been good lately either I know. So Sheldon Creed for me. All right. Solid. Just going to go with a solid choice here. Uh, try to max out my points. James is going Sheldon Creed. All right. I am going to go. Uh, let's see here. Fire with fire. Ah, oh, hell. I'm just going to go with momentum and I'm going to say Chandler Smith. Ooh. We haven't had him picked in a long time. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> I like it. Okay. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be making that move. I'd be going John Hunter if it wasn't for the fact that I still have an okay lead. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you get to play around when you got a big lead. You get to play around a little bit. Yeah, I want it to be close anyway. Not that I'm giving it to you by any means. I'm not giving it to you, but I want it to be close. So, <laughs> all right. NASCAR Xfinity Series is Allsco Uniforms 302. Uh, who do you got in this one, James? Oh, Ty. I'll take Ty Gibbs. Ty Gibbs. That 54. What a, a cop out. That 54 Supra. What a cop out. I, I didn't take AJ. need to go and look. So I can't pick Harrison Burton. Uh, let's see. I'm even less prepared for this one in the truck series. So give Your me boy Noah here. Gregson's available. Yeah, I don't know about Gregson. Still don't trust him. Cindric. <laughs> let's see. I, whoops. This is terrible. Such great, such great uh, audio here, guys. Yeah, great audio medium we have here. Um, yeah, give me AJ Allmendinger. I'll take him. AJ Allmendinger. I'll take him because then that gives me a week off at Talladega, and I can pick him again for the road course. True. All right, South Point Four Hundred NASCAR Cup Series is on Sunday. Uh, who do you got for this one? I almost thought about taking Truex, but I will take Mr. Larson. <laughs> You're the worst. I hope he lights the world on fire and takes the win. Oh, let me look here. Hmm. I am going to go with my gut, which is probably a huge mistake, James, because it's a Ford driver. Ooh, you going to um, go with Mr. YRB? I am going with wire with with yeah with YRB. I I gotta go with Blaney. Um, I don't know. I just like him here. Uh, it's like I said, it's probably a mistake, but I'm going with Brian Blaney has not been picked in our picks pool. I'm looking at it right now since I picked him at Richmond one. Hmm. Neither of us have picked Ryan Blaney. That's interesting. <laughs> terrible. This is terrible. Uh, Joey Logano is at the top of the list, by the way, as far as average finish. He's also got two wins here. I'd also like to thank you for giving me Ryan Blaney for Talladega. Oh, that's, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Right. You get to pick first anyway. You probably take him anyway. Probably going to pick first. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, all right. There's our picks for Las Vegas this weekend. Uh, James, how'd we do on fantasy league? Fantasy league was a little bit messy with all those <laughs> drivers dropping out. How many people, um, but, I wonder how many people had Kyle Busch on their roster. Uh, I think everybody, cause we were all in the two thirties and two twenties and then Kyle Busch <laughs> dropped out. Um, so Justin seven, one, three gets the win with two Oh six hot rod Todd in second. And Jay Wint was third, um, quick check of just the playoff breakdown team draft tone is coming on strong bird eight. You and Justin seven, one, three top three there. 
overall standings. Ranger picked up four more points on me. Um, so with he's about 119 ahead. So I am in second, and Freight Train is in third. There you go. There you go. Fantasy League update. It was a little messy. Yeah. I actually made picks this week, so good for you. (laughs) Didn't forget. You didn't come up, um, but yes, congratulations on making your picks. (laughs) Shows how how how, uh, pointless it is to make those picks. Uh, Uh, That's funny. All right, time for shoutouts. My shoutout this week is Jordan Bianchi with the Athletic. Um, We we give a lot of praise to Jeff Gluck uh, and the work he does, but Jordan Bianchi this week got some publicity uh, thanks to uh, the NBC cameras that captured him. Uh, recording Harvick and Chase's con- confrontation, uh, Harvick confronting um, Bianchi and Bianchi immediately putting his phone back up and recording again. Uh, caught some grief on social media as a result of it because people were upset that he wasn't being a responsible journalist. And as a journalist myself, I will say Jordan Bianchi was doing exactly what you're trained to do as a journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, big props to him for not backing down and continuing to do what he was supposed to do. If the drivers don't want to be recorded, hey, guess what? Do what you did and go in a hauler. That's right. You're in a public spot. You are a public figure. Exactly. Um, yep. So, yeah, good on Jordan Bianchi. Uh, bummer that he is not enjoying the uh, the limelight quite as much as his coworker Jeff Gluck does when he has it. Oh, Jeff loves it. it. Oh, God. Jeff, um, Jeff, was, Jeff was as giddy and happy as I've ever heard him on that podcast. I was so You're... excited to listen to that podcast because I couldn't wait to hear what Jordan was going to say. And then Jordan was so shy about it and didn't want to talk about it. Even uh, Doorbumper Clear tried to get him on and he refused to go on because he didn't want to be a part of the story. And, yeah. you know, mad props to, to Bianchi. In the, in the world of journalism right now where it's all about building a brand, um, all about, you know, being a part of the story or, or whatever, especially in sports, uh, to get people to follow you, to just be a, a hard-nosed journalist that doesn't want the limelight for being involved in something, sort of, even if it wasn't his choosing. Um, you know, got to give him credit for that, for being a good guy. And yeah, I like I Jordan. He's, he's a good he's a good reporter. He's a good job at The Athletic. Um, and just another reason to subscribe to The Athletic, if you know. And he, and he broke the news on the schedule last week. Yes. Big week. Yes, he did. He did. He had the schedule a day early. Yep. Awesome. Yes. So, good job, Jordan. Yep. Hell yeah. Uh, what do you got, James? You got a shout-out? Uh, my shout out's kind of a recommendation. Okay. Um, this morning at like 4, 4 a.m., I finished the Schumacher documentary on okay. Netflix. Um, it's worth your time. It's worth your time, I think, if you want to learn a little bit more about the uh, probably the greatest race car driver of our generation, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. F1's a little tricky when it comes to that. Yeah. <laughs> but Michael Schumacher he's, is. He's a up seven, there, seven, that's for sure. Seven time world champion in, in F1. I mean, he was. I remember Michael Schumacher and I wasn't watching very much F1 back then, but I, I remembered him. Um, there's, I mean, you can tell the family had some say in how that, how it went. Um, but, but Eric, my, the, the thing that I can't get over with, with Michael Schumacher, um, since he had his, his, uh, injuries, his skiing accident, he has never appeared in public since hmm. that, that would That's be like, yeah, that would be like if Jimmy Johnson, um, this year, disappeared after his last year he he competed one last year in uh in f1 and then had a skiing accident and was in a coma and has not been seen in public since hmm. 2013 it's been since 2013 wow um and he does not appear in this documentary either it's it's his family uh and that's it but it gives you a little bit of insight on on him and goes into some of his controversies which is kind of interesting um but there's some stuff that kind of gets left out too which i feel like may have might have been missed had a not been that might have not been missed if it was a third party doing it, but still good, very good if you like that kind of thing. 
Interesting. I yep. like it. Cool. Uh, jackass corner. You got a jackass corner, James? Yeah. Who's the guy who was standing in front of Jordan Bianchi? The that's the, my the fan the the t shirt the blue t shirt. Yeah, the fan who had nothing to do with nobody with the drivers. Nobody knows. Apparently, they tried well, to find out for door bumper clear. They couldn't find him. I know who he is. He's a jackass. Yeah, he's a jackass. <laughs> I agree with you. Um, I is that it? That's yours. That's mine. Yeah. I'm gonna go with you on this a little bit. I actually have two, um, and they both revolve around the same incident. Um, so first of all, in addition to let me put it in the notes, blue t shirt guy. I am, I am also going to uh, add Josh Jones to the mix, who is oh. KHI management. Um, he was the other gentleman there with Harvick and part of his entourage that told uh, um, Brett Griffin from Door Bumper Clear that he was just there to de-escalate the situation. Um, although during the discussion, you can clearly see him laughing at things that Chase was saying, uh, which you normally do when you try to de-escalate a situation. Um, sure. It always yeah. feels like Mr. Jones is in the middle of Harvick's stuff. Um, he was actually part of, or there, happened to be right there when uh, Harvick put the fist to the chest of Jimmy Johnson back in the day. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yep. So uh, so Mr. Jones likes to put his nose where it doesn't belong. and uh, So he's one of my jackasses this week. And my other jackass, uh, there's a lot of them, a few thousand of them. And that's the fans booing Kevin Harvick. Uh, and cheering Chase Elliott after this finish. Um, great for the fans to get involved, but come on, man. You're, you're booing this guy. This is exactly what you guys want to see. You know, come on. Let's stop playing the favorites with Chase and, uh, and, and you know, cheer and boo where it's necessary. I just want to call it Chase Elliott's fans. I thought you were going to say some <laughs> photographer this no. week, but I'll let that go. No. <laughs> no. Not worth it? No. So there you go. Um, that's uh... <laughs> good Good work. Good work, Eric. Yeah. So, uh, with that, James, we're going to Las Vegas. We're not going to Las Vegas this weekend, but NASCAR is. Like, I would like to go to Las Vegas sometime, yes. Yeah, it would be fun. I, I, I wouldn't mind going to this race, actually. It would be a good one. Um, if people want to uh, talk to you during the week, tweet at you. How can they do that? At James Cush on Twitter. You can find me at T Super Speedway on Twitter. You can find the podcast on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesuperspeedway. Our web, I just momentarily panicked because I'm like, did I hit record before we started doing this podcast? Oh, no. <laughs> I did. Thank God. Oh, God. Don't do that to me, man. <laughs> I about had a heart attack. That's not a, fun, that's not a funny that's, joke. That's why I actually had to stop and acknowledge it because I about had oh. a heart attack. That would have been so bad. It's the worst joke you play on me all the oh, time. It's not, not ever a joke. It's a, it's a, it's a fear of mine that it's going to happen someday. Yeah. Uh, anyway, wherever I left off, facebook.com slash thesuperspeedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find old episodes of the podcast, uh, show notes, links to articles that we discussed, uh, past race coverage, all that stuff is there. Uh, thesuperspeedway.com. You can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, wherever you find us today. We hope you subscribe and continue to listen, and thank you to everybody who uh, does already. Uh, we go to Las Vegas this weekend. We'll be back next week to break it all down, all three series in action, culminating with the South Point 400 uh, to kick off the round of 12 in the NASCAR Cup Series. We'll be back next week to talk about, talk about it all. Until then, everybody, let's go racing. Uh-huh.